watching or listening to A to the K. 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 These guys are awesome. Check it out. Check it out. Change your life. You'll be thanking me later. It's Monday. You know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big hello and welcome to the A to the K wrestling show. That's right. It's a new year. It's a new name. Mm -hmm. It's a new season. Mm -hmm. It's a new day. It's a new generation. No, no, that's yes, it is. No, <laughs> it is. But uh, no, we're we're here. Season two, finally, Carl, and we've both been quite hyped for this. Absolutely. What have we got coming up on our first episode of 2021? Well, I'll tell you, Carl. Tonight on the A to the K Wrestling Show, we have the Ringside Report in which we'll bring you all the latest news and rumours from the world of wrestling this week. We have This Week in Wrestling, which we're going to discuss the four big shows being Raw, Dynamite, NXT, and SmackDown. And each and every week, we have a unique segment, as you know and love. Uh, what is it going to be this week, Carl? This week, we have A versus K. Your two favourite podcast hosts will go head-to-head in a series of 30 wrestling-related questions to see who has the superior wrestling knowledge. Who will win, Anthony or Carl? Find out in A Versus K. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Love it. So we'll kick off, as we like to do, Carl, with the ringside report. So coming up tonight on the ringside report, uh, is Adam Cole heading over to AEW? Uh, we have an update on uh, Eric Rowan potentially heading over to AEW. We have uh, Mick Foley sadly being um, revealing that he's been tested positive for COVID-19. We have the WWE reportedly planning on bringing back the Firefly Funhouse match, uh, possibly at the Royal Rumble. We have Fox releasing a SmackDown tier list, which has rubbed a few stars the wrong way. We have more of an update, sort of, on Eva Marie potentially returning. One day, eventually, maybe. One day, eventually, it'll happen. Uh, we have Ric Flair calling Shawn Michaels the greatest wrestler of all time, and CM Punk disagreeing. <gasps> I know, right? And we have a tweet from T Bar about the I'll say wrestling personalities because they're not all superstars. Uh disrespecting the memory of Brody Lee. And um mm. I, you know, before we go into the news article, I'll always say that it's not often I agree with T Bar, but uh totally agree with T Bar. And we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that some more. So that's the ringside report for this week, Carl. Do you want to kick us off with the first headline? Yeah, man, let's do it. So is Adam Cole headed to AEW? Speculation. So basically, um... this has come way out of like this is a uh, no offense. This is a leap. Uh, I, I see why they're leaping, but it's a leap. <laughs> it's definitely a leap. Um, so for anyone who's obviously followed, um, obviously what's gone on after a very sad, very um, emotional kind of week or two um, regarding Brody Lee. Obviously, AEW had their tribute show um, this past Wednesday, uh, and after the fact, you know. Basically, there's been some footage leaked in, in the run-up to New Year's um, where Adam Cole has been spotted um, backstage um, having a little bit of a mini-wrestling match with uh, Minus One himself, Brody Lee Jr. Um, and it's pretty awesome as well, <laughs> um, to be fair. But, you know, interestingly, uh, Brody Lee Jr. gets the win. So I'm sure WWE won't be. Um, we can now officially confirm AW has beat NXT. Um, but um, all that aside... Nice. Um, I think it was in Aubrey Edwards' um, kind of tweet or Instagram post that she did around New Year. Uh, so it was a, a picture of her and um, a load of the um, fellow ladies and, and, and people from AEW. Um, just, just a nice selfie picture. And 
you can see some of the eagle-eyed out there would see in the background <laughs> yeah. of that picture. The wrestling community got the magnifying <laughs> glasses out. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> for, for other reasons than they normally do. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but, so, you know, you can see in the top right-hand corner um, of that image that Tony Khan is uh, actually speaking with Adam Cole in the background of that pic. So, as you can imagine, everyone's just going, oh, my God, it means he's going to AW. I mean... Now, hmm. can I ask? Hmm. I've seen the picture. Is that yeah. definitely Adam Cole? I can see why they think it is, but it's not like we can say 100% that was Adam Cole, you know? Well, if you, if you get the magnifying glass, you, you squint really hard and you put it at an angle of... I, I thought it could be. Um, I thought he'd be even smaller, to be fair. He's meant to be a really short guy, isn't he? So, I don't know, maybe not. Um, could be Wardlow for all we know. But, um, I don't know, even if it is, the kind of, it's a bit of a reach, isn't it? You know, we see Britt Baker a lot of the T-shows and behind the scenes and stuff. I mean, and... this is the thing, like, he's with Britt, like he's going to be at these sort of events. That's it. I mean, there's been speculation so so many times in the past around, you know, well, Adam Cole, oh, he's close to the books. One got, of our previous uh, headlines and... was, is Adam Cole leaving to AEW? <laughs> this isn't the first time this has come around. Yeah. I feel like every, <laughs> I feel like everything's just coming around again. We'll get onto this with Eva Marie in a bit, but it's just, you know, no. repeats of itself. But... <laughs> New season, same news. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that should be our staff one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think maybe, maybe they're reading me too much into this. Uh, you know, it's it's not like it's against the law for him to have a chat with the, uh, you know. I'd um, to be honest, I'd jump onto the speculation wagon with everyone else if he was unhappy. Yeah, there's been no suggestion that he's unhappy in his position in NXT. He's whenever he, you know, he's not been on TV as much lately. But whenever he is, he's in like a main sort of event position for the most uh, in one of the biggest factions at NXT. So, yeah. you know, uh, oh yeah, he's definitely wanting to leave, isn't he? He's looking for the door. Well, exactly. So I don't know. Another Curtis Axel, isn't he? Uh, the way he's being treated. <laughs> um, you know, he so... still hasn't been eliminated from the Royal Rumble that, that one time. Um... <laughs> yeah, I think the count is still going. <laughs> still going somewhere. <laughs> but um, no, I don't know. I just think, yeah, maybe maybe this one's a little bit of a reach. But at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if this is potentially rubbing a couple of the uh, WWE exec the wrong way because, you know, he's just doing a nice thing and playing with Brody Lee's kid and you know, people will be, you know, all the memes and all the talk of like, oh, well, AW's definitely beating NXT, we've got the proof. And it's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> so I know, it's it's one of them, it's like I, uh, not to digress from the, the actual news article, I, I, I was it's such a heartwarming thing to see how many um, how many mm-hmm. wrestlers they, like, they were like a proper family and, and everyone was there for, for Brody Jr. Uh, it was some some endearing sort of moments and some clips there that, that just really warms your heart to, to the way it all is back there. And it's not just AEW, you know, everyone, like, they all know each other in the wrestling community, you know what I mean? Like, look at the, like, because I mentioned it before, the likes of, like, Shotzi Blackheart has, has wrestled Thunder Rosa in the past if you go looking for it, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, they know each other from the indies, they know each other from working for so long in the business, and it's just, it's just so lovely to see how many people were sort of there for, for Brody's family as well. So, yeah, um, you know, hats off to them. And like hopefully WWE and they've not made any. Um, some of the stars have, and we'll get onto that. But they've not made any sort of negative remarks. I think they they understand the situation, which is good. So, uh, sort of touching on the um, that sort of the, the the tribute night, which again is this week's dynamite. To be fair, so we'll be talking about that in some more detail. But um, we had uh, Eric Rowan make an appearance. Or I think is he Eric Redbeard at the moment because he can't Eric use Redbeard. Yeah. But Although, um, <laughs> that didn't stop Jericho saying his name several times when he saw him on commentary as Eric Crow. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's to be fair, it's tough, isn't it? Because again, he's not like been tremendously prominent under any other name for a while just yet, as he. Do you know what I mean? No. But um, 
yeah, so we saw Eric Rowan uh, make an appearance at AEW. So that led to the speculation, you know, is, is Eric heading to AEW? He's going to be signed with AEW. And uh, what is unfortunate potentially for those hoping for it is that it's um, it's not a done deal. He's not signed any sort of contract. This was uh, an agreed one-off appearance, obviously, for the tribute to Brody Lee. Um, and I think he is open to the idea, but certainly at the minute he's still just working the indies and there's no no indication that there's any any sort of contract signing unless they're keeping a tight lid on it. Because um, for one, I was expecting maybe he's going to join the Dark Order as like a, an homage to Brody, you know, but... Um, hmm. Yeah, it would seem he's he's not set for for AEW rosters just yet. No, and I think you know it would be wrong if they just went well. Brody's gone, so maybe we'll give Eric a contract. It, you know, what I mean, it wouldn't. I think I don't think they had any real intention of signing him pre. Yeah, so I think Brody, gotta, so. yeah, they've got to be honest in that yeah. sense, haven't they? Yeah, That's I think it's nice point. that obviously that you know they were able to come to an agreement where he could be on that dynamite show even if it was just to get rid of wardlow and you know be there for brody and pay his respects and stuff like that so i, I thought it was a lovely yeah. touch but yeah it doesn't surprise me that they, they're not gonna because i think tony khan's been very clear as he said he's not just gonna go around and recruit everybody we saw this with um darren young or um fred fred, the, Ross, fred russell fred, uh, fred russell i believe yeah, yeah. The, but this is the sort of the thing like you know they, they don't want to be known for them like just signing everyone at wwe let go like they mm-hmm. don't want to be known for that. And all due respect to Eric Rowan, like he wasn't like a, a big get for them. So no. he didn't get, you know, so it kind of makes sense. And like you say, changing the tack now would just be a bit, um, it'd make you wonder, wouldn't it? Because he go, well, has he got a lot, lot of longevity there? Because they signed him out, out of emotion almost, I'd say. Yeah, no, definitely. So, you know, I think it was lovely that we did get to see him. Um, and I think uh, his involvement that he had was, was a really, really nice touch. But, yeah, you yeah. know, hopefully uh, he does go on to do some successful things, and you know he does oh, well. Definitely, yeah. I think, yeah, I, don't, I just it, it's probably the right decision for for all That's parties. Well, I think, especially right now. I mean, we might see him down the line, but you know, I think mm-hmm. um, you know after some more time on the Indies, maybe establishing his character outside of WWE because he's not really had enough time to do that just yet. No, no, no. Um, so Anthony, the next one um, again, a little bit of a somber one. Um, so friend of the show, uh, Mick Foley. Um, so unfortunately he revealed that he had a positive COVID test. Um, he said it came following a virtual signing that took place in December. So, um, for the past 18 days at the time of posting this, which was on the 2nd of January. And he basically said that he's been self-isolating in a hotel room. So for the past 18 days, so what, 20, 21 days by, by the time this goes out. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I really feel for him. It sounds like he's, he's doing okay and hopefully he's beating it and, you know, he'll be back to you know his his good old self and be having many a nice have a nice day soon. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a shame, isn't it? Um, that you know, it's it's a horrible virus, and you can only hope that he's he pulls through and everything's fine. I mean, he's he's a tough sob. So uh... <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> everything he's been through, I'd, I'd like to hope that COVID will be the thing that takes him down. So mm. yeah, I think. Oh, no, um, like you say, it's 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 not great, but he's obviously doing the right thing. He's isolating, um, hopefully. For not not have to be for too much longer, and um, you can get back to the Foley compound and uh, relax. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I believe am I right in saying this was from some sort of signing tour he was doing, or he believes that's where he got it? Yeah, so he's, he, he, from a virtual signing um, that he's done. Um, so yeah, I don't really know how if it's a virtual signing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but presumably, this I imagine because they still have to have people there to accommodate the things yeah. being signed, so that it, numbers would be a lot less, but there'd still be strangers he'd have to interact with, I suppose. But um, I mean, hopefully, it doesn't sort of deter him from 
from interacting with his fans, like because um, obviously he's he's you know his, his heart's in the wrestling business, isn't it? So he still want to do all that kind of thing, but uh, hopefully it doesn't deter him too much. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it sounds like he has, you know, he's he's over kind of the hump of it, and he's coming through the other side all all fine and well. So yeah, speedy recovery. Hopefully um, he's all good, and yeah, we hope to see more from from Mick soon. So keep strong. We do. Uh, so the next one, Carl, uh, is. Now, I need to ask you about this one because this made me think I really don't keep track of the titles and matches anymore because, for the most, it doesn't seem to fucking matter. Right? <laughs> That's another moment for another day. But, um, basically, we know we it was a pretty much a foregone conclusion. I'm going to stop waving a pen around. Sorry, guys. Uh, it was a foregone conclusion that uh, Randy Orton and The Fiend were going to have another match. Yeah. Um, you knew that it was likely going to be Royal Rumble. It's now um, been suggested or named that the match at the Royal Rumble they're going to have is going to be a Firefly Funhouse match. Mm -hmm. So the thing I need to ask you, Carl, because the article basically said that the only other Firefly Funhouse match we've had was him and Cena. So they think it's going to be in a similar vein. And I'm like, what was the match that him and Randy had years ago called when Randy set fire to his shack? Wasn't that a Firefly Funhouse match? Um, it's a great question. I don't, I don't. Oh, Matt, you, I don't suppose was. he was doing the Funhouse character at that point. So what was it called? It was. Is it like a? I don't know. I honestly, don't, don't know what it was called. See, um, I feel like we've had that many Funhouse related things <laughs> that I actually well, don't know anymore. But well, they're had, adamant that the only one we've had titled Firefly Funhouse match yeah. was the John Cena one. So to go into the the speculation of this article is that. People are now expecting that we're not really going to get a match per se. We're going to get more of a cinematic experience mm-hmm. with a bit of action at the end, much like we did with Cena, because Cena's was very much a, a story told. Um, so what I want to ask is, how would you feel about that as a match? Um, I think it worked really well for Cena and the situation. I'm not too sure it would work this time. Yeah, it's one of them. I think ahead of the, the Cena match in the first place, we weren't exactly you know, on, on the edge of our seats looking forward to it, thinking it was going to be a, a show stealer or anything like that. But... I'll admit, I, I was totally suckered. I was annoyed with Cena yeah. coming out with his arrogant state. I was, I was totally sold, and they were working me. They were definitely working me because of the way <laughs> their whole thing panned out. So it was clearly a work, but that he come out with the arrogance he did, and I'm like, fuck you, Cena. And yeah. um, it turns out that's exactly what they wanted. So they got me. They got me with that one. And they'll forever. I'll forever put that down as a, a great cinematic match because of that. Absolutely. I mean, we we gave it the the A to the Caney, didn't we, for the best cinematic it, match? Exactly, we did. Much much to the uh, some level of backlash from some fans who uh, you yeah, know clearly preferred. The... there, who <laughs> I think uh, it's hard to compare them though. Like, isn't it really? Because mm. um, the Boneyard match was more of a match. It was still cinematic, but it was more mm. of a match. There was a lot more fighting. Um, and I think you your response pretty much summed it up that for us the storytelling was just infinitely more enthralling with the yeah. uh, the Fire Five Five Life on House match. And looking at the creativity behind that, I do hold out hope for this match at the Rumble. But I don't know. I just worry about too much of a good thing sometimes with WWE. Yeah. They go, oh, you I like Five Five Fun House matches, do you? <laughs> I mean, is it going to live up to the Cena one? Probably not. Will it? You know, do they have the potential to turn something like pull something out that's going to make this great? Of course they do. But I can't see it living up to the Cena one. And I think, yeah. <sighs> I don't know what story they're going to be able to tell with Orton. Um, well, nothing that the, like, this is the thing that kind of worries me because like, and I was surprised with the Cena one, like they pulled out history that I'd, I'd sort of overlooked between the yeah. two of them, but like him and Randy, the story has been told quite detailed and quite mm-hmm. prominently. Like 
you know, he had his runners, um, I want to say the world champion rather than the universal champion. Randy screwed him over. They were, I, th- I think they were, they were a tag team, but I think they held the tag champs at one point together. You know, the, the whole story, and it doesn't even feel that long ago that it was told between the two. So to like, for me, the history there, it's like, well, we've kind of been telling that over the last few weeks as well. So I, I, I don't know. I, I'll hold out hope because I, I didn't know what to expect with the last one. It was uh, fantastic. So. You know, if it could be, I don't want to be negative about this. Could be good. Could be great. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, uh, I'm definitely set the bar be, pretty high for themselves. Definitely going to be negative when we come on to talking about Raw and what happens with the five lads. But for the match itself at the Rumble, yeah, yeah. optimistic. <laughs> Let's be optimistic. Indeed. So yeah. So there you go. We're going to have another Firefly Funhouse House match in some form. Anyway, at the Royal Rumble. Into. Um. So the next one, which is also quite interesting, Anthony, is Fox, who obviously is the network of choice Fox. for WWE SmackDown. Fox. Um. For Fox's sake. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for Fox's sake, they decided that they were going to um release a tier list where they um uh, you you know you've seen these things before so which kind of tier um, status level of the superstars of SmackDown. So whether they're an A, A plus, all the way down to like F. Um, And so basically Fox took it upon themselves to do their own version of this. But, you know, a lot of fans do it online. And it's like, okay, well, it's fans and kind of makes sense, you know, how they feel. But for the actual network that hosts your show to come out and do it, um, it's kind of rubbed a few people the wrong way. Um, notably, one of those names is um, somewhat of a legend in the women's division is Mickey James. So she was scored the lowest tier as an F, which isn't, um, it's pretty fucking bad to be fair. It's pretty yeah. disrespectful um, to do that. Also in the F tier was Kalisto um, and Mojo Rawley. So yeah, <laughs> that's a, I mean, if you can kind of, I mean, if you go through the tiers, so obviously the A plus stars um, they've got are the two champions, like the two main champions. Yeah. We've got Roman and they've got Sasha Banks. Makes sense. The A um, tier, we've got Bailey, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins. Okay. B plus. So a B plus player is Kevin Owens. <laughs> so Daniel Bryan's no longer a B plus player. He's an A. But Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio and the Street Profits um, are B plus apparently. Uh, I mean, again, we'll get into personal fan opinions. Street Profits at a B? Nah. Yeah. Um, and then, well, well, no, yeah, a B, a B plus for the, for the Street Profits. A B plus, that means. B plus, yeah. B, uh, a B is Big E, who's the Intercontinental Champion. Otis, Sami Zayn, Jay Uso, Bianca Belair. Okay. Um, C plus, Dolph Ziggler, King Corbin, Murphy, and Carmella. A C, Cesaro, Shinsuke, Bobby Roode, Dominic Mysterio, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan. Uh, Natalia, Billy Kay, and Chad Gable, and then D, Alistair Black. Is he even there anymore? Okay. Apollo Crews. He, he actually now... turned up when they done the draft, and we've not seen him since. <laughs> exactly. So he's apparently there, and he's, he's, a, he's a D. He's still not an F, even though we haven't seen him. Um, Apollo. Oh, Crews. I thought you were insulting him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I give that. Um, but Apollo Crews is a D, even though you know what we found out from development lockdown this week is a potential Intercontinental Champion challenger. And Lars Sullivan, who has also gone missing, is a D. So, hmm, I think there's quite a few things on there. Um, and especially... Lars Sullivan is currently attending the sensitivity training. <laughs> again. Yeah, again. We've been but... over this, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, how, how do you feel about it? Do you think, you know, is there any, any others that you think that's absolutely insane or, you know... I think, and to be honest, this I don't necessarily disagree with it, but I think it, it just 
feathers into this constant moaning you and I have about the IC title that the IC title holder is as low as he is. Yeah. Um, all right, he's only just won the belts, but even so, it's like so we're we're putting like that. That's where your mid card is to you. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of mm. crazy. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the idea that Fox have done it, I think, could be quite damaging, couldn't it? Because like they, unlike the fans, no offense, fans, um, but they can have. A, a quicker and easier impact by putting their opinions out there because that oh, yeah. uh, correct me if I'm wrong but that could make WWE react and go well you obviously don't read these guys so fuck them well I mean looking at um, it they've, they've only got what five five members of the whole roster who are A and above the rest of them are just shit <laughs> so those guys <laughs> so Fox are basically <laughs> making their feelings known you know uh, you know, apparently both uh, Fox and who's um, who's Raw on now USA I, I, I don't know what, uh, what USA um, but apparently both have come out based on recent ratings and they're not necessarily happy. So maybe this is Fox saying, well, do you know what? Fuck you. We're only giving these guys A, a and above. You know, we need to sort the rest of your shit out. But yeah, surprising mm. that the actual network would take it upon themselves to go ahead and do this. And it definitely has uh, seemed to cause a, or ruffle a few feathers in here. No, it certainly has, mate. But um, interesting, interesting to know what the network's opinion mm. <laughs> So... Um, let's let's go on to this one that we we put in most. Um, Was it once a month, Carl? Twice. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's talk about Eva Marie. So apparently, it's almost imminent her return, and the reason for that is that she's been seen. She's been seen on um, apparently suggesting attire-wise that she may have been cutting some promos backstage. Most recently at the um, the Legends Raw or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, at the tapings for that. Um, so yes, and even possibly making an appearance in that, but then it doesn't seem to have, have come to fruition. Um, but it just, it just seems like she's been in the performance center a lot. She's been backstage a lot and they just still haven't pulled the trigger on her return. But um, these recent sightings, and it is like like Bigfoot at this point, so like, oh, she's been seen, <laughs> uh, would suggest that potentially this could happen at any moment. So on any Raw as a surprise. Mm. So still no solid return dates, but do you think they're actually going to do this as like some sort of shock return in some way? Do you think it'd be shocking enough? Do you think she's enough of a, a, a built-up character for it to be like, oh my God, she's come out to challenge Charlotte? Mm, for me, this screams Royal Rumble. Royal also, Rumble. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because, yeah. Like you've got Legends Raw, um, which there's that many people on there, it would seem like a bit of a wasted return. Um, so yeah, 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 I can't see that happening. And then, you know, we are well on the on the road to the Royal Rumble. Um, so it probably would make sense then. But if she'd been filming promos and stuff, then I don't know, that wouldn't necessarily indicate that to be the kind of surprise return. I mean, sense, so. the, it could be like the promos here, like announcing that she's entering the Royal Rumble or doing that thing where she pulls the ball out of the machine and goes, I got number five. Yeah. Um, so you don't know what the promo is and they could have just had it taped and ready. But I think um, the interesting thing is she seems to have followed the Thunderdome to its new home. Um, mm. So she's obviously... Like she she's around and involved. So I mean, mm. I I'm struggling to see where she's gonna fit because effectively Carmella's her character, um, only a bit more refined. So are they mm. gonna put her on Raw? Um, it seems on Raw because they're suggesting like the like the like the Legends Raw seems to be where she was sort of mulling around backstage. Mm. So the idea I think is that she's gonna be on the the women's roster for Raw, mm. which is interesting. Okay. I think they probably need the. The, the variance a bit more as well in all fairness yeah it'd be interesting to see how they slot her into that um because you know they've got a lot of a lot of stuff going on there already but yeah interesting um 
Will she ever come back? Who knows? I mean, <laughs> it's as interesting as it was the other three times we brought it up, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. uh, One of these still, days. <laughs> still, maybe, possibly, might imminently, you know, as imminent as it was, like, three weeks ago when we last spoke about <laughs> it, may show up. Damn right. Um, but going back to controversies, um, this is an interesting one. So, the Nature Boy woo, um, has... Woo. <laughs> woo. Um, has basically, uh, in an interview with, I think it was WWE UK, um, has come out and finally answered the age-old question of who is the best wrestler of all time. And he said, you know what? It's not even arguable anymore. Shawn Michaels is the greatest worker in the history of our business. I think everybody would give that to him. So very, you know, solid, you know, words there from (laughs) a legend like Ric Flair. Uh, But... Yeah, so um, CM Punk has taken a bit of umbrage to that, which, uh, you know, how unlike him. <laughs> but he, uh, I think it was Bleacher Report, um, kind of put it up as a, as their tweet, um, quoting Ric Flair. And Shawn Michaels, no, not Shawn Michaels, CM Punk replied um, with the uh, Big Lebowski gif of uh, the dude effectively just saying, yeah, well, that's just like your opinion, man. So uh, he very much I mean, doesn't seem to agree. <laughs> he's not wrong. I mean, it's it is his opinion, yeah. um, and I dare say, like, because it is a very subjective thing. And hear me out here, Carl, because I'm not going to deny that Sean's a legend, right? Yeah. But does he deserve that accolade? No. Because let's face it, <laughs> on top of being very talented in the ring and being a very prominent character throughout multiple decades of WWE, he's also known for being a bit of a bit of a knob as well at yep. times, like when mm-hmm. he was pissed off with Hogan, so he just oversold the entire fucking match or just varying dickhead things he's done backstage over the years. And you go, well, is that someone who deserves to be like known as the best when there's people out there who've got the same ability and are a lot more deserving in that sense? Like, yeah, because he only puts on a good match if he wants to put on a good match. And you can say the same about anyone, but he doesn't deliberately sabotage a match either. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen Sean do that. And that, to me, that kind of takes away from from the uh, the fact he deserves that kind of um, mention. I mean, it makes sense because Rick and him are very close. But still, mm. I don't know. Um, I can see, I wouldn't argue with anyone saying that he is because he's, he certainly earned uh, enough respect to be in the discussion, let's say. But, I mean, personally, for me, I can see where Punk's coming from saying, yeah, no, not so much. I mean, for me, it's such a it's such an obscure question, isn't it? There's so many factors involved in being the best of all time. You know, is exactly. it the promo? Is it just the in-ring work? Is it the whole package? Is it the longevity of a career? Is, you know, there's so many factors that go into it. And, you know, for me, for short, like, Sean, like, his promo wasn't the best. You know, the, the longevity, sure, he has been around for ages, but he also took a massive... You know, amount of time out as well, and you know, yep, he did as well. And so, to be honest, like I give him his credit on like some of his promo work, but it seems to be when he can bounce off his mates. Like mm. he's incredibly funny when he's working with DX or when he's working with Triple H. When it was just yeah. the two of them, it worked fine. Um, on his own, I don't know, not so much. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, you know, obviously we quote all the time. I just kick Stan. Yeah, like, which was fucking you know, piss funny. Fantastic. Um, you know, some of the DX stuff that we quoted again is amazing, as you've said, but. Him on his own, I don't know. He just he never really had it for me um, in in that sense. Um, which you know, I'm that's why it's so hard because you arguably you can say Bret, Bret Hart wasn't a great promo. I think Bret was a, a much better wrestler than Sean. Um, and you know he unfortunately didn't have the longevity of Sean because of his you know the injury cutting his career short. So 
it's it's a hard Next one. Then you look at like, <laughs> yeah, you dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you look at um, you know Taker, for example. You talk about longevity. How can you not have Taker as, as the best? So you know, even to a degree, Hogan. I mean, but... I I personally would put Taker in as the best, but naturally because he was my favorite mm-hmm. anyway. Um, yeah. Hogan is another one. Like, and this probably isn't a good reason to not have them as the best, but he falls into a similar category as Sean, where it's like you've yeah. kind of been an, an asshole in the past as well. So do you deserve to be the best? Like you're the best in in some respects, but not all respects. So to be all around the best wrestler, I don't think you deserve it. Similar yeah. to Sean, but I don't know. It's yeah. subjective, as it's uh, subjective. CM Punk rightly pointed out by saying. That's just your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a it was quite a tongue in cheek thing from Punk to Fair, which yeah. you know normally he's so just like feelings, mm, but you know I thought it was quite. Funny. Yeah, no, I think he's um he's taken things in a bit more humour lately, which is a good mm. sign. A good yeah. sign. Maybe he hates wrestling just a little bit less than he used. <laughs> I don't know why you reminded me so much of the Grinch then. <laughs> <laughs> His heart, his heart grew two, two sizes that day. Love it. Oh. Uh, so the last one, Carl. Um, kind of a bum note to end on, sadly, but um, I think it deserves a mention. And I always like to, to do this where I can because we moan a lot about wrestlers. That's mm-hmm. kind of part of the podcast, really. But yeah. I always try and stress. Most of the time we complain about characters. We know that these aren't the, the real people. Um, so I've moaned a lot about T-Bar and Retribution as a whole. However, quite recently, T-Bar put up a tweet, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll say what the tweet is right now. He says that if you're a wrestling personality and you decide you have a hot take that disrespects the Huber family, do me a favor and take your conspiracy theory and go F yourself with it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, totally on board with that tweet. Um, and a lot of people, he hasn't specifically said what it's in reference to, but a lot of people have speculated that it might be um, due to the, the controversial... I want to say article, but comments from um, Bruce Mitchell of Pro Wrestling Torch, who was subsequently released from his role in the company due to the um, the the sort of issues he caused, and basically suggesting that it was COVID related. It was all a big conspiracy being covered up, and it's like really. I, I wanted to say then it's not the time for this, and it truly isn't. But then, in some respects, it's never the fucking time for it. No, you know what I mean. It's like, that's like suggesting there is a time that you can be a conspiracy theorist about this sort of shit. Just leave it be. It, you know, yeah. she, the family were devastated. It's a horrible thing to happen. He was an incredibly young age to pass away, and um, speculating how and why Brody Lee died and all this around COVID is just, it's just, it's in poor taste. So um, I think rightly so addressed by T Bar, but. Uh, again, we don't know specifically what it was about, but there have been some really sort of um, apologies for the language, guys, but uh, some really cunty things uh, over the last few days. Um, notably, um, a fake Brody Lee Jr. account was set up on Twitter, which is just abhorrent. Um, and just varying just crazy things like that. And it's like at a time when these these people just need to sort of, you know, concentrate on sort of the, like grieving and, and dealing with that and processing that. Um, they don't need this kind of shit. Like, uh, Brody's wife had, uh, ended up um, putting a statement out in response to to Bruce Mitchell's comments. So, like at, at a time when she could do it, not concentrating <laughs> on that kind of shit, I think um, T Bar's comments were totally right. Um, and I, I just kind of wanted to commend his his sort of tweet because I don't often give him credit. So credit yeah. where credit's due because no. you know behind the character he is a person. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is absolutely sickening to think that anybody out there is creating fake profiles of people. You know, like, what what kind of sicko has to do that? Do you know what I mean? It is awful. A kid as well. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. particularly fucking weird. 
it like well you know apparently they did one of of Brody Jr. They did one of of um, Amanda you know Brody's wife um, who like I, th- I think she even said it in a statement that this this is how me- this is even more messed up in a way because somebody created a fake profile of Amanda and then called out the the fake profile of Brody saying no my my son doesn't have any and it wasn't even here really it's like that's a whole different level of messed up like really um yeah it's crazy but no i think i think she said it best you know in her statement of just because brody was a public figure that does not entitle anyone to anything you know he is a person he's a father he's a husband he's he's a man and we no doesn't have to no one has to answer to anybody really you know in terms of that it's you know that their family's thing to to you know deal with and stuff so i don't no, know you're totally right he was an entertainer like they don't did no one no one deserves uh, an answer to these wild sort of speculative um conspiracy theories yeah like they can fuck off <laughs> absolutely but um, but yeah so i just wanted to firstly sort of mention the the controversies uh and mention t-bar's sort of awesome tweet because i totally agree with it and yeah. uh, it's not often i get to say um, he's quite good at being an unlikable heel so <laughs> credit or credit to you yeah, fair play to you, well. And that is the Ringside Report. Monopoly Events presents For the Love of Wrestling, Europe's largest wrestling convention, back in Liverpool, the Exhibition Centre, between the 15th and 16th of May. Guests this year include Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle, the icon, the showstopper, Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels, three-time WWE champion, three-time TNA champion, Things are about to get extreme with Jeff Hardy. Seven times women's champion, Diva of the Decade and Hall of Fame star, Trish Stratus. Grand Slam winner and the wrestling god, John Bradshaw Layfield. These and many, many more will be joining us in Liverpool. Find us on Facebook at For the Love of Wrestling. Visit our website, fortheloveofwrestling.co.uk. For tickets for entry and guests, visit ticketquarter.co.uk. That's ticketquarter.co.uk. For the love of wrestling, by the fans, for the fans.